everyone, and Cade Miller-Falcher, you are all so welcome. Maybe you're from Navin, maybe you're from Dublin, or you're from our Dundalk location. You are all so very welcome to our online service today, our Thanksgiving service. If you don't know who I am, my name is Rebecca, and alongside Yudi and my husband, we have the privilege of leading our Dundalk location here in County Loud, and we're so excited to, to be hosting here in Dundalk today, and I'm so excited to be bringing you a Thanksgiving message. We're so excited about the new year, and today is still the 31st, but we can already see the new possibilities. We can see the new start that's ahead of us as we enter tomorrow and this new year of 2024. I have a joke for you to get us started. Maybe you've had so many Christmas jokes around the table as you, you know, play with your Christmas cracker, but I have a knock-knock joke. Are you ready for this? Okay, here we go. Knock-knock. You have to respond. Come on, you have to engage with me. Knock-knock. Who's there? Radio. Radio who? Ready or not, the new year is here. The new year is here and it's to stay. Well, look, as we look into the new year, we sometimes get too busy thinking about the new year resolutions. And maybe even Christmas times got you so busy this end of year uh, time that you were thinking, gosh, like I haven't even looked back and thought about 2023 and what's happened in my life, how it's impacted me. We are so busy. Our world is just going so, so fast all around us that it's hard to stop and think about how everything this year has had an impact on us. Things that happened to us that were good, things that, things that happened to us that, that weren't so good, they have had an impact in my life. And I know they've had an impact in your life. And so often we don't stop to think. And maybe that's it today. Maybe you haven't stopped to think that there's been doors of opportunities that have been opened to you this year. And you've celebrated them, but now you've forgotten that they even happened. And God has blessed you so much. And maybe for some of you, some dreams that you hoped would come true never came through. They, they never happened. Things didn't happen in the way that you were hoping they would. Maybe you've also faced some losses this year. Maybe you've lost loved ones. You've um, you know, lost some people in your life that were close to you. I don't know, maybe some of the things that you've been through this year, and maybe there's been joyful moments, laughters, and moments of celebrations. All these things have an impact on us. And I think it's really important that before we start a new page, that we look back and say, wow, let me think about these things and everything that has happened. And I don't know your personal story. I don't know everything about uh, you know, your year in 2023, but I do know a couple of things from our church and about our church that I want to share with you. Well, all of you from Navin, I know you're watching. I know you're there. How incredible has this year been in our Navin location? I don't know about you, but I've heard great reports. I've heard about great things that God is doing in Navin. And not only the church is growing, not only God is just having such a massive impact in people's lives through Lighthouse Navin, but know that your new venue the school, St. Stephen's School, has been such a blessing. You guys moved into the new school in March, had Eastern New School. Like, what a blessing. All the young people that are coming to church, all the families. Maybe you're a mom or a dad and you're part of our Navin Church. Hey, God is just doing incredible things in our Navin location. And it's all happened this year in 2023. All these new things. Maybe you are from our Dublin location. Maybe you're, you're actually, you know, new to church. Or maybe you've been coming to our Dublin location for the last six years that it's been open. God is also doing great things in our Dublin location. We not only moved into the iSense screen, a top-class cinema screen to create more space in the other rooms for our kids' church, for our LKC, 
And then all of a sudden, we need more space. Dublin, God is doing such amazing things in our midst. And now not only one service with multiple screens, but you also get to have two services to host more and more people and welcome them in and share the love of Jesus. How incredible is that? And Dundalk, Dundalk, I am speaking to you right now. I am talking to you because Dundalk, our Dundalk location was a dream at the beginning of 2023. Dundalk was a dream. Our Lighthouse Dundalk location was not a reality yet. But on April 2nd, God blessed us and provided for us and gave us favor that a new church um, opened in Dundalk, a life-giving church, and we get to be a part of that. And people's lives have been changed. People are finding a sense of family in this place. And it's, it's truly a blessing. And we're so thankful to God for also what's happening in our Dundalk location. And Please, God, not only the, the eight last months, but many, many more months to come and many more years to come of blessing in our Dundalk location. And it's so easy sometimes, isn't it, to, to focus on the hardships, the difficult things, when there's actually good things there too. I want to encourage you that these are just some things in our church uh, that I can list you today. But what about your life? So many times we can focus on the trials and the challenges when actually there's so much good around us but so many times because of the pain and the emotion that it causes in us, uh, those difficulties grab our attention. They grab our attention and it's so hard to, to remember the celebration and to remember the laughter. But I want to tell you, there is that there too. I know that there's been times this year where God has shown you favor, has provided, has blessed you. And I want us to remind ourselves of that today. I, I think perspective is such a massive thing that us Christ followers, and if you're not a Christ follower watching here today as well, that we need to be aware and intentional about. And one story that, that really speaks to me when it comes uh, to perspective and having the right perspective is a story of Matthew Henry. And Matthew Henry lived in the 18th century, and he is best known for writing uh, a series of commentaries on the Bible. He studied the Bible and wrote commentaries, and they're actually still very well known today, but one day, Matthew Henry found himself just going around the place. He was, you know, going about his day, and his wallet was robbed. Like, that's not a good day for any of us, and it wasn't a good day for him. And later on that night, Matthew decided to uh, write in his diary, and this is what he said. Let me be thankful. First, because he never robbed me before. Second, because although he took my purse... He did not take my life. Third, because although he took all I possessed, it was not very much at all. And fourth, because it was not me who robbed, but I was robbed. So I could have been in that position and being the robber, but it wasn't me. It was I who was robbed and not I who robbed. His perspective, his, his posture of gratitude, he could have focused on so many negative things, but he chose to focus on four things that you and I could have really missed, if we're honest. And I love this, this perspective of gratitude and perspective of just having a posture of thankfulness for the positive things, not just looking at the negative things. And don't get me wrong, it's not that, you know, everything will be made better if we believe. It's not that, but we believe that with God, all things will become better. And it's a perspective, and I pray for you today that you have this perspective also. This helps us to be hopeful and thankful and this helps us to be thankful for what has gone, but also hopeful for what's to come. I believe there's something special that happens when you and I look back with gratitude. Something happens that allows us to dream about the future again. I'll say that again. 
something about looking back with gratitude really, really helps us and allows us to dream about the future again. There is a story of someone in our church here in Dundalk that really speaks to me when it comes to this, about looking back with gratitude and, and allowing that to, to inspire us to hope again. There is a, there's a couple, a family in our church here in Dundalk that we get the privilege of pastoring and caring for, and they've been in a really difficult situation lately where they were living in just really bad conditions. The, the landlord wasn't helping with the house. They needed some things changed, some things fixed. But it never happened, and, and so they found themselves really sick. Uh, the kids weren't well, and they said, we need to do something about our situation. We need to get out of here. And even though God blesses with this house in the midst of a housing crisis, it's just not where we can stay anymore. We need to go for the sake of our family. And so they began to pray and began to hope, and our church came alongside them, praying for them as they went for house viewings and everything. And they got this beautiful, beautiful, spacious uh, new place, uh, way bigger than what they had, way warmer, safer, an excellent space. And we celebrated. We said, God, thank you. Thank you. We're so, so thankful for what you've done. But it wasn't until about three weeks ago that in our connect group, um, they came forward and said, you know, unfortunately, we've been asked to give up this house. Uh, They're selling the house and they need us out by this certain time. Um, and so we just want to ask you guys for prayer as a connect group, as a, as a church family. Um, and to be honest, I was really shaken by it because it was an answer to a prayer that we prayed together as a church. But it wasn't the situation that, that grabbed my attention. It was actually the response that they had. Because as they were asking for this prayer request, they had a smile on their face. And I said, I don't understand why you're smiling. We're, we're here, you know, struggling with you in this difficult news of moving again and packing everything up and going and only a matter of months. And I love what they said next. They said, look, God has provided before and we know he's going to do it again. We are not in control of the situation, but we know who is and he's a good God. And let me tell you, that posture of gratitude, looking back and saying, God took us out of that difficult place and he gave us this place. How much more can he do? It inspires me so much. I wonder for you today, by you just stopping in the craziness of everything that's going on around us, what would God say to us in terms of what he's going to do in our future? I love this verse in, in the book of Colossians. And the Apostle Paul says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you and I were called to peace. And be thankful. Be thankful. Firstly, let's not just slap on that thankfulness for the sake of it, but hey, I pray right now over you, whether you're watching sitting on your couch or on your phone, sitting in bed, or maybe you're going about your day watching this service today, I pray that the peace of God would rule in your heart, would just fill your heart right now wherever you are, that the Holy Spirit will fill your heart with peace. And as a response from that, as the peace of God governs and rules and fills your heart, that you'll be able to say, wow, God, I am thankful. I am thankful for what you've done. You've given me perspective to be thankful and also a verse that really speaks to me when it, talks, when it comes to gratitude and thankfulness is from Psalms. King David says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love endures forever. Why does this verse speak to me? Because it gives us the very reason as to why we should give thanks to the Lord. Yes, because of all the great things he's done, but he is good. It's his nature. It's who he is. And when you and I, when you and I begin to doubt I want us to remind our souls of who God is. God, because you are good, so I can trust you. Because you are 
who you are, God. And yes, good things will come, and yes, difficult times will come, but I remember who you are, and that's who I trust. That's who I trust. And I'm going to be very honest with you, over the years of having put my faith in Jesus, there are times where I have to remind my soul to be thankful. I have to remind my soul who my God is, but there's also things that I've had to put in place along the way to help me in those difficult moments. And I want to encourage and hopefully inspire you today to do the same. Personally, there's been altars along the way that I have had to place in my life to remind me of God's faithfulness. Okay, what, is, what are altars? What is this? Are you talking about sacrifices? And yes, I grew up thinking that altars were simply for sacrifices and burnt offerings. But actually, um, an altar in the Bible in the Old Testament was often built to celebrate or commemorate an encounter with God that had, that had a profound impact in someone's life. Think about this. An altar was built to, to commemorate or celebrate an impactful encounter between God and someone. Abraham built altars for God, Isaac, Jacob, and many others. And this was, was a way to symbolize that God had done a great thing. And hey, I need to remember this moment. This altar, this symbolic altar, okay? I'm not building anything at the back of my house or at, in front of my house. This is not a physical thing, but it's a spiritual thing to say, actually, God has done a great thing. He has profoundly impacted my life. I need to remember this moment. Maybe for you this year, God has provided a new home. Maybe for you this year, God provided that vehicle that you really needed to get to work. Or maybe there's been health in your family. God has healed you or someone in your family. Hey, can I encourage you to, to place um, a, a spiritual altar and remember, wow, okay, this was a moment where God showed himself and reminded me of his faithfulness. I need to remember this. And I pray that as you look back uh, to, in 2023 with the little card that we gave you uh, to write down three things you're thankful for. Hey, why don't you begin to write even right now? Grab your, grab your little card that we gave you uh, in our last in-person service. Three things. What are some things that you're like, hey, God, this is an altar. I'm, I'm going to write this down because this is a moment where I saw your faithfulness in my life. God had worked in a person's life in such a way that the person desired to create something tangible to memorize it. Can you and I start to, to, to build these moments, these memories where we look back and say, God, you provided for me then. I know you can do it now. God, you healed then. You can heal now, God. You were with me when I felt my lowest. You can be with me now. Hey, this will change everything about how we live our lives moving forward by looking back at these, these metaphorical altars, maybe in your journal, maybe in your, your three thankful things you're thankful for. Um, but why? Why is it so important that we look back with gratitude? Why is it important? Because when all seems lost, gratitude will remind us to dream again. As we look back and God gives us this perspective of thankfulness, gratitude will remind you and I to dream again. What happened in this family's life? They have given up one house and now they're giving up another house when ideally they don't want to really. I'm sure deep inside they're comfortable there. But hey, because of what God has done and because of that reminder of God's faithfulness, that heart of gratitude has allowed them to dream again, to say, God will do it again. We believe it. We know it. We know he can do it again. And that can happen for you and I also. There's uh, a story also in the book of Lamentations in the Old Testament that also really spoke to me when I was thinking and praying about thankfulness. And Lamentation actually means, the word itself means an expression of grief or sorrow or even weeping. It's, it's a sad emotion. And, and this book talks about, it's called Lamentations because it talks about the, 
the, the city of Jerusalem being destroyed by the Babylonians. And the prophet Jeremiah, who wrote this book, he is crying out to God, God, how could this happen? How, how crazy is it that our, our city is lost and we find ourselves here? He is looking back and he's, you know, just crying out to God in sorrow and grief for all that has happened. But there is a moment, there is a moment where the prophet Jeremiah thinks back, as he looks back, meditates and contemplates on what has happened, there's a moment where he says, after all of this, yet this I call to mind, and because of this, I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. There is something about looking back and even sometimes coming to God and weeping and complaining. Say, God, I don't understand. There's something about being honest to ourselves and coming to God with those feelings, those expressions that God is able to say, hey, have hope in me again. Hey, hold on to me when everything else seems to be shaking around you. And this is what happened to prophet Jeremiah. For a second, hope began to arise. And he was able to, to encourage his soul. Hey, every, every morning, every morning, the faithfulness of God is new. And I really believe that for you today, maybe you've thought about what is the point anymore? What, what is the point of even being excited about 2024 when so many things could go wrong? Come on, let's be honest. We think these things sometimes. But I believe where God gives life, he gives hope. You are watching this today, which tells me you still have breath in your lungs, which tells me there is still hope for the future. And it's not a wishful thinking. It's hope in a person. His name is Jesus. And he can really, really be a part of your journey if you allow him. Don't lose hope. Christ followers, brothers and sisters, if you still breath in your lungs, which I know you do if you're watching this, there is still reason to hope. There's still reason to hope. Jeremiah thought and he said to himself, as bad as my case is right now, it could have been worse. It's a perspective of gratitude. God, I know you are good. It's who he is. It's who you are, God. And I know that I, have, I can have faith for the future. And so we can give thanks to God because every day there's new opportunities. This new year is a new massive opportunity for you and I. Um, and I want you to know that God's heart is, yes, to redeem us uh, from our sins and from our past. And he's all about that. He's all about changing um, you know, us into a new person. Uh, when you give your life to Jesus, you are being transformed from inside out. You are leaving uh, this place of sin. And yes, we'll still make mistakes. We'll have faults. But God is saying, hey, this is a new page. I'm removing all that. I have paid for all the wrongdoing. And now I'm giving you a new shot. And you don't have to do anything but receive this gift. I believe that God is all about that. And that's why Jesus died on the cross. But I also believe he's very much about restoring our hope for the future. Don't lose hope, my friend. Whoever you are, wherever you are, don't lose hope. And to wrap up this whole message today, I want to, uh, to wrap it up this way, that giving thanks to God helps us in three ways. Giving thanks to God. You and I, looking back, giving thanks, helps us in three ways. Giving thanks to God helps us to appreciate yesterday as we look back. Giving thanks to God helps us to see new opportunities today that we would have missed if we didn't give thanks to God and trust Him. And giving thanks to God gives us hope for tomorrow. It gives us hope for tomorrow. It gives us hope for 2024 and all that God has for us. 
Hey, Navin, our Navin family, what do you have hope for? What are you dreaming for in 2024 for your, in your personal life? Are you just expecting the minimum? Are you dreaming, God, would you grow me? Would you bless me, God? Would you help me to be a blessing to others? What about our Navin location as, as a church family? What are the dreams that you have for your location? God can do so much. God can do so much. We can have hope for tomorrow and be excited and full of faith because our God is great and he has not changed and he will not leave us now. There's only possibilities and excitement because of who our God is. What about Dublin? Dublin, so much has happened, so much growth, so much blessing. What are you dreaming of? What is the hope for the future? What is the hope for 2024 as a Dublin location? What could God possibly do with expectant hearts and hopeful hearts, hearts that are encouraged and focused on Him. And Dundalk, can you imagine what is possible as we continue to put our faith in Jesus every single day, as we serve so selflessly, as we love each person that walks into our, our building? Can you imagine, can you imagine with me the, the possibilities with God leading us and guiding us, what is possible? We cannot control what will happen to us in 2024, but we can choose how we will respond to what happens to us. And I want to encourage you to, yes, today, take your time to write three things you're thankful for and really think about that and let those things become altars in your life that you look back and say, God, you did it then, you can do it now again. And also, I, I pray that as you look forward, you can also write on the other side of your little card that we gave you, three things that you're hopeful for. Allow hope to rise within you. Dream again, hope again, and expect again, because our God is still the same. He's done marvelous things. He's done great things, and he will not stop now. Are we ready to receive those things? Let's press into the new year with faith and confidence, giving thanks in advance for what's to come, even though we don't see, we don't know what it is, and for God's goodness and favor and blessing to be with us. I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. And we're going to wrap up our service with a song today. So let me pray for you. If you mind, close your eyes with me. Lord, we thank you for this time together as one church, God, that we can come before you, God, today after 365 days of trusting you, God. And yes, having our lows and yes, having our highs and moments where maybe we doubted if you were there or moments where we doubted if you were going to do anything about our situation. God, we come before you as imperfect people, but knowing, God, that we are talking to a perfect God who cares and loves us. And we say, God, help us to see the things that we need to be grateful for, things that you have done already in 2023. Help us to see those things, God, as you see them. And I pray that out of that thankfulness, the hope will rise again for 2024 in a way that we've never hoped before. The hope will arise within us, God. We give you thanks. We give you thanks in advance, God, for your goodness, your faithfulness, and your blessings. We trust you, God. We love you. We pray that 2024 will be the best year in our lives, God. Yet, to date, Lord, it will be the best year to date because you are in control. And once again, we are putting our trust and faith in you. We thank you for this. Speak to us today. As we celebrate, God, be with us, be in the center of everything we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.